0: Uh, we're effective altruists, we're trying to help the world, and so the reason that we pick projects is because the effects that we can see, the maybe first order or the more obvious effects, are positive. Uh, maybe there are some negative things in there that we know about, but like the the stuff that we're seeing like is net positive. that's why we're doing the projects. Um, so uh, this session is then about like thinking through some of the like less obvious or second order effects. Um, and thinking about like how to minimize the <laughs> downsides, and also like how to think about the positives. Um, so one thing that like we've noticed in discussion around this issue, I think, is that um, it's quite easy for uh, any discussion of this to be tended to kind of be rounded up or rounded down to like either do projects, uh, like doing projects is good, or like don't do projects, doing projects is bad. Like good EAs don't do projects, um, <laughs> and we think that like the actual answer is like somewhere in the middle. Like it's nuanced. There's like lots of things you should be considering. Um, so like uh, we're going to like focus on the negative effects because I, we think they're like they're a bit more hidden sometimes. Um, but there are we want to there are also obviously all of these positive effects. And it doesn't mean that we uh, are not saying don't don't go and do things. Um, just to clarify.
1: Yeah, and I also like to add that um, these points apply to existing organizations just as much to new organizations. Um, so yeah, they could be useful for everyone. And yeah, so as you said, don't um, don't take this as like general <coughs> advice against trying new things or um, things like that, but instead try to think, reason your way carefully through ways to have positive and negative impacts. Um, otherwise, this talk would have had potentially a negative impact, which we wanted to avoid. Um, ADK also recently um, published an article about this topic. We were kind of preparing our talk, um, and then this got published, so we thought we would we work in some of their points and combine them with ours. Um, yeah, so we'll also talk about some of the things that are in ADK's article. So uh, one way to approach
0: this is like um, looking at particular types of Uh, indirect or non-obvious effects Um, I wanted to start first with like a slightly more theoretical way of approaching this problem which is to think of like are there any like principled general theoretical reasons that we might expect the second-order effects to be like negative rather than positive or positive rather than negative Um, I I think a couple of days ago my answer to this question was I can't really see any principled effects uh, but I've actually been talking with a bunch of people at the conference um, and now I think there are some, like, principled reasons why we, we might expect the, like, in general, our prior should be that the second-order effects are more negative than positive. Um, so one is uh, the unilateralist curse, uh, which uh, some of you might know about. How many people know about the unilateralist curse? Uh, so kind of about half. Um, so the idea here is, imagine there's uh, some project which only... Uh, which uh, any individual can carry out independently. They don't need kind of a large group of people to support them. Um, and it's kind of unclear whether it's good to do this project or not. Uh, so maybe this project is like releasing the uh, Blueprint to like, some pathogen um, on the internet. Uh, anyone can just like, plug the USB stick into the computer. Um, and maybe like five people on the research team have this information. And four of them decide it's not a good idea. But, the one per, but one person decides it's a good idea, and because they can do this, uh, they, they end up doing it. Um, and this basically means there's a kind of practical bias towards uh, uh, projects, that sort of project, happening more than it should. So I think that's a kind of practical reason um, why you might like, think the second order effects are negative, because like, um, there's like the ability for you to have missed them and then still do the thing even if like most people have not missed them or are seeing the other effects.
1: And I guess the solution to this could be to coordinate with the other researchers who have also thought about this, and then if you learn that your four colleagues think it's a bad idea to do this, um, then you maybe should adjust your uh, impact estimate downwards and decide against doing it. So coordination is um, kind of the solution to this problem. Yeah, so one way of solving this, which the Bostrom
0: discusses in the paper, is... Uh, you just take a majority vote of the scientists and this works better. And I think it's also important to note that it's a majority vote, not like everyone has to agree that it's good, um, because that's too high a bar and then you end up not doing enough things. Um, another kind of general uh, theoretical reason why you might expect the uh, indirect effects to be negative rather than positive uh, is you might it kind of seems like effective altruism and uh, some of the like, fields related to effective altruism are doing unusually well at the moment. Um, and therefore, if something's going unusually well, and then you do something random in relation to it, um, then you have regression to the mean, uh, where you, you might expect that on average, like, doing something random uh, is more likely to pull down an unusually good thing uh, than to, like, push it up, uh, just because, like, the mean, uh, like, what normally happens for social movements is they're not as, as as effective, not as impactful and impressive as it seems like EA is becoming, um, and so like, uh, doing random things is like, going to make, probably make us more like the average, and that's going like, to pull us down from like, the quite good place that I think we are in uh, if we like, keep working hard on, on maintaining that. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the positive effects?
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess um, we can come up with a bunch of positive effects, uh, like second-order effects that you might have with your project. Um, an important one is skill building, so, a lot of us who have started projects in the past have benefited enormously from the experience that has come with that um, from like trying to do things in the real world and so on. I think this one is fairly obvious um, and it can be really important. Another one would be gaining information about which strategies work well. So, you could imagine if you have a whole bunch of local groups trying different approaches in different places, you gain a lot of information about which approaches work well and, and what kind of Builds the community um, in fruitful ways, and in which things aren't so useful. And then everyone can use the more successful strategies. Um,
0: yeah, and I think like a, an additional point. Yeah, just to like emphasize that the information is like really valuable because it's a thing that you can then share, and lots of people can use. So that can be like an unexpectedly large effect. It's not just you who benefits from the information. It's like a whole bunch of people, possibly the whole community. Um, Another form of like positive effect, indirect effect, is you can um, cause uh, the thing that you're working on. You can boost the rep- reputation of that. So you might be working on uh, effective global poverty charities, and you um, you do a good job, and uh, that not only has the benefit of like you raise some money for global poverty charities, but also has the benefit of like people in general feeling more positive about that initiative, um, and maybe kind of going on to do more of it in the future. Um, and a related but slightly different point is uh, a point we're calling like positive lock-in. Um, so the idea here is that for some things, uh, it matters a lot who does them first, because they then influence a lot of the debate on, on that thing. So for instance, uh, the first person who talks about artificial intelligence safety, um, they're going to uh, have a certain reputation, which is then going to be... Like that individually they probably have a reputation which is going to be linked to the idea of AI safety and also the way in which they talk about it, whether they kind of use um, talk about it as kind of killer robots or more as uh, kind of giving a new, giving nuanced uh, details of the arguments um, that's also going to affect how the debate plays out in the future and what people think of the idea um, so uh, basically being one of the first people to talk about an idea can have a big effect um, and if you uh, do uh, imagine there's, like, someone else who would do this if you didn't do it. Um, and if that other person would do a worse job than you would do, you're also having, like, a big counterfactual impact in that you're kind of pot- potentially steering the future of the field onto a very different trajectory. Um, so, like, if you give a very nuanced, uh, detailed view and you, you, like, already have a reputation which um, you can kind of lend to the field, um, you're more likely to have have a better impact. So this can end up with, like, a, a positive... Uh, indirect effect
1: and it basically changes the trajectory of the field. So, let's move on to the negative effects. So, um, I guess the most obvious negative type of negative effect is like the kind of negative first order effect. So, the idea that you don't reach your primary goal and instead kind of make the opposite happen. Um, so, uh, an example that has been um, used a lot in the EA community is Scared Straight, which is like a, a program tried to reduce um, crime. And uh, when evaluated it, um, the results showed that it actually increases uh, crime. Other examples might be you're trying to pass some AI legislation without really being sure um, what kind of legislation we want, and in the end it turns out the thing that you got passed, or the, yeah, the things you made happen were actually harmful. Um, and yeah, this is um, in general kind of often also exacerbated by projects being irreversible. So if you if you just publish uh, like a wrong research finding, you could just like retract the finding or um, publish an updated version of it. But some th- things are less reversible. And then um, this could be pretty bad. Yep. Um, and then
0: some of those negative first order effects are also kind of like by indirect effects. And so for the rest of this, we're going to talk about the indirect effects um, uh, of uh, working on projects. Um, so one uh, thing that has maybe been talked about quite a lot uh, is uh, the effect of low fidelity com- communications. Um, so this is where you kind of spread some version of the idea, um, but it's not uh, people kind of end up misunderstanding and taking something else away. Um, and this can happen in a, a few different ways. I think there's, there's one way in which you can uh, kind of be a bit short-sighted um, and want to uh, kind of, over the next year, maximize the number of people taking the Giving What We Can pledge or something, and you write some really spammy marketing copy um, or something. Um, and this has the effect of like people misunderstanding what Giving What We Can is really about, maybe, or something. Um, but there's also a kind of... Uh, I think this can easily happen accidentally as well um so it's quite easy to say something uh which in the first instance like what what you're actually saying is correct but then people kind of take what you're saying and uh it, there's a bit of a kind of uh it gets passed down a chain of people um saying what they remember you saying um and it ends up to in a like simpler message um which is actually not what you meant and is maybe harmful um so i think like Maybe something like this happened uh, with some of the career advice that Yeah um, Orgs initially gave, where like uh, there was like a, a well a somewhat simple message, which then got simplified even further into something like everyone should go go and earn to give. I think maybe it's now being simplified the other direction, so it's like no one should earn to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, it seems like maybe it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, just, like, in general, like, thinking about how your message is probably going to be simplified beyond what you've said and trying to work out, like, what this, what simple message people will take away and will that simple me- message have harmful effects um, is quite useful. Um, another thing is attention hazards. Um, so I'm not sure how many people in the community know about uh, an organization called Intentional Insights. Um, They were kind of involved with the... uh, They kind of wanted to get involved with the the AI community. They did lots of kind of spammy marketing. Um, It looks like overall they were... uh, Like, it was... They were having a negative impact on the community. And one of the big negative impacts they had um, before they left was it, it took a lot of kind of senior staff time from, like, big organizations and people whose opportunity cost was really high. They could have been, like, earning lots of money or... Um, writing great blog posts or something. Um, Instead, we're thinking about, like, uh, uh, how do we, like, um, persuade intentional insights to, like, do less harmful things? Um, So this can be a big cost. It's just, like, uh, wasting people's time, uh, particularly, like, uh,
1: people who have a really high opportunity cost. Yeah, so especially since the community seems fairly management-constrained, doing things that tend to take up a lot of, uh, like, senior management time could be particularly bad. And these tend to be, like, crazy things happening in the community, things like that. Yeah. And then another thing is
0: uh, reputation hazards. So this is where you you um, you come you represent the ideas in a way where people just take away a really negative opinion. Or they, they like, uh, maybe because they have misunderstood what you're saying, but you're kind of bringing the reputation of a of set of ideas or a set of people into um yeah, you're, you're harming that reputation. So this is kind of the opposite effect of the reputation building we talked about earlier. Uh, like, this can go well or it can go badly, and you need to think carefully to make sure it goes, goes well rather than badly. Um, and then a final thing is information hazards, um, which is um, maybe a bit related also to the example I gave earlier of um, sometimes releasing information can cause uh, bad things to happen, and it can be quite... Uh, sometimes it can be hard to know, like... What the effects of releasing information will be, um, but for instance, like releasing the uh, uh, the blueprint to the to the pandemic pathogen, uh, like is a big is a small release of information, but could have a very big impact, big enough negative impact
1: on the world. Yeah, just um, one point on the reputation hazards. I think um, this is particularly important, potentially for like small projects because even a small project could potentially have a lot of, lead to a lot of PR that uh, is taken as, like perceived as representative of the whole EA community. Um, and so, yeah, that that's like potentially a really big lever that uh, even even smaller projects could uh, push on. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so these are more direct costs uh, that we talked about, and now um, the following points will be opportunity costs. Um, so um, the first one would be um, just taking up resources. Um, so this could be, um, yeah, this could be like fundraising or uh, recruiting talent from, a, from from the EA community. And uh, in a case where counterfactually this these resources would have been used more effectively, um, it can also be more subtle effects. For example, coordination costs um, that arise from growing a field in general. Um, so um, yeah, there it just makes sense to get a rough estimate of what would happen otherwise. Uh, what what, ki- what types of projects does this um, fund with, and um, and then trying to reason carefully about whether it's a good idea to to do that project. And again, <laughs> the idea shouldn't be don't ever fundraise from EA funding sources um, because otherwise it might be used in other more useful ways, or uh, things like that, and instead yeah, trying to make this kind of trade-off carefully. So maybe think about, um, does this fund with the last open fill dollar, and does it have a chance um, at beating this, for example? I think a bit of a counterpoint there is like,
0: um, generally when you're trying to get resources off other people, when you're asking for funding, or you're asking people to come and work for you, um, they are also like, thinking through carefully, is this a good mm-hmm. idea? Um And so you have a bit more of a sanity check in that sort of situation, yeah. um which maybe like reduces the amount you need to worry about this um so I do feel like kind of good about the norm of just like um trying to fundraise and like trying to hire people, and then uh they can make
1: the sensible decisions and they, they also right. have a bunch of data which you don't have access to. If you're really persuasive or charismatic, you might still worry right. a bit about it, but uh <laughs> yeah, um I generally agree with this um and it's also important to say that um some projects also have the opportunity of generating new resources for the community, so maybe it draws in a new type of like um, uh, yeah a new, a new group of people who then end up contributing to the community um, or um, maybe just creating a new project uh, adds um, like if you if you uh, create a new project and run it well, then this creates management capacity. Um, and this uh, then maybe allows you to use the existing talent in the community better and so on. So, uh, there could also be positive effects from that. Um, Yeah, the next one would be lock-in effects and first-mover effects. So, imagine you're starting a new national group. Um, Imagine you're starting a new national group in a country, then you doing this makes it less likely that maybe half a year or a year later, someone else will come along and do the same. Um, and so you should really think carefully about if I don't do this, would the next person that will come along do maybe a better job? Um, and uh, yeah, try to figure out. And I guess this is this is hard, but um, maybe you have some idea of like who else will come along, and then um, think about if it will be better if that person did the project. And again, as we already discussed, uh, this can also work in positive ways. Um, And then the third point I'd like to make um, is something we termed uh, drift. And it's kind of related to the previous ones, but it's particularly interesting. And so we we thought we make it a separate point. Um, The idea is that doing a project might subtly change the EA community in certain ways. So both the culture and the focus of what people work on. Um, And one example could be if um, several EAs did a lot of um, like economic modeling on various um, EA questions um, to figure out strategies or, 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 or um, yeah, certain interventions, um, then this might become more fashionable in EA and might draw in more economists and might in general like, lead to people m- using these kinds of methods more. And that could be a good or a bad thing and um, could be interesting to think about, yeah, do we want to change the EA community um, in, in this direction potentially. So one way of making
0: that point is like if you imagine what happens in like twenty nineteen is based on roughly on like what happened in twenty eighteen. Um, if you do a project which is just like a bit on the edge of like what like a sensible or like central or priority project is in twenty eighteen, um, maybe that means that in twenty nineteen someone like anchors off your project and does something like that's a bit less sensible or a bit less effective or something, and then If this process goes on, you could end up with something where you'd like, we end up with a community where people are doing like really quite ineffective projects like in a few years' time or something. Uh, So there's some effect of kind of just, again, kind of shifting the trajectory a bit like
1: away from the centrally important questions, maybe. And again, it could also be possible that you have discovered something really important and it's useful to actually shift the... um, trajectory of the movement towards this thing so there's again like something like a positive drift um that you could um create with your work
0: and it's also true that like yeah. as the community grows and like we have the ability to specialize and to explore new areas okay. and we hit diminishing returns like we do want more of a diversity of things so there will be some natural spreading out which is good and this is like excess spreading out i guess
1: So, these were the main uh, ways in which we think you could have positive or negative impacts. Um, One thing that's worth mentioning is that it also depends quite a lot on the area or in particular, maybe the cause area you're working in. So, if we imagine um, you're doing a new project in global development, um, it's maybe harder to have a negative impact there because it's a fairly established field, it's large already so it's kind of unlikely that you will end up harming the whole field of global development as a whole. Um, maybe more insofar as like this overlaps with EA, um, and then there's, for example, a lot of existing scientific literature that allows you to find out what works and what doesn't, and um, that there's a lot of um, um, yeah, there don't seem uh, that many ways of producing these types of negative outcomes, whereas in maybe another cause area such as AI policy. Um, it's maybe much easier to do harm than good, um, and that's because the field is small, um, just got started, and uh, it's difficult to understand what to even work on, and um, it's uh, potentially going unusually well right now. So if there's a regression to the mean um, arising from new projects being added, um, that might make things worse. Um, Yeah, and this is a point that ADK made in their blog post, and if, you, if you're interested, um, it's also worth uh, reading that more. Yeah. Cool. And we'd like to end with a few action points. Um, so, first of all, if, you're un- if you think, based on this talk, that you're unusually likely to really coordinate well with the community and try to figure out um, if you're having any of these negative impacts, chances are that you should actually um, go and do your project and you shouldn't be discouraged by this Um, and yeah, maybe otherwise you should potentially reconsider. So the slightly glib version of this is like, if you're in the room, then like that's a good sign. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, then I guess there are a bunch of things you can do to avoid these negative effects. A general um, point of advice is to develop as many um, skills and relevant knowledge as possible that you can apply uh, to make your project better. And to avoid these negative side effects, um, yeah. yeah and related so. to the skill point, you like you want skills in a relevant
0: area, so you want to find a project that's a good fit for the, the skills that you've developed. Um, rather than, for instance, thinking like, "Oh, this area is now the most important, so I will like, uh, even though I don't have skills in it, I will like go and start a project in this area." It's better to do something that you're a good fit with. Um, and then also uh, asking for feedback from the community is a good way to like work out. Um, whether it 's a good idea to do the project and what things you might be missing downsides that you can like uh, change your project a bit to av- avoid because um, lots of these things are things you can navigate around rather than like it 's a binary do the project or don 't do the project. It can be about like how you do the project well and getting feedback is a good way to do that um, and one aspect of this is like uh, like really listening to the feedback, which is hard because people telling you. Uh, like I know, I've experienced this of like people saying like your project is bad, it feels hard, but it doesn't mean like that you shouldn't update on it. Um, so to like taking a, a week or two sometimes to process that and then move on, um, and then also um, just making it easy for people to give the feedback, like not demanding a lot of people's time, uh, trying to like write up a quick one-page summary maybe, so that they can like give their thoughts more easily, and that just allows you to get more more feedback from more people.
1: Um, yeah, and actually implementing the feedback. So, I mean, yeah. sometimes uh, I've also like maybe made this mistake myself or seen others doing it. Um, it's like just asking for a lot of feedback and looking at all of it, and then, yeah, I'm just going to move ahead with this project anyway, or like with this precise plan and not make much uh, changes to it. Um, mm. Instead, yeah, taking it really seriously and updating one's plans could be good. Yeah. yeah. Cool, that's all we've got. Should we have questions?
0: Okay,
1: great. Yeah, I think we maybe have time for.